I'm gonna be the per- I'm gonna be the like patrol guy. That Sean, let's just body. figure this crime out live. All right, all right. So yeah, you go. Ready? And uh, no, let me cough first. Oh come on! I already hit record. <laughs> no, edit that out. I no, don't want. I can't. No, people need Please to. Please edit they it out. They need to know how unwell you are. <laughs> I'm not it'll, doing it'll good. It'll answer so many questions. <laughs> all right. Okay. Ah, Jesus Christ! There's a fucking body. Oh. Oh fuck! I think a murder's been done. Hey, cordon off the area, would you? Let's get a fucking four Let's block rope radius. It off. Let's get a radius. I'm Spread gonna run out out. to the car and get my notebook. Though. Oh Jesus! I gotta get my notebook to write stuff down. Oh, I'll be right back. It's so slam. It's so gross. This body. But I'm back. Yeah, it's you got a so pen? alluring. Can I borrow what? your pen? It really, you really didn't take that long going back to that car. <laughs> almost like it was almost like you don't trust me here alone at the crime scene. To, <laughs> no, it turns to out explore. I had the notebook. Oh, you had it on I had you it the whole fucking me. time. Yeah. Great. Well, anyway, this uh, this guy here uh, the, is the one you're pointing at. So fucking dead. He doesn't look. He's not. He alive. doesn't look alive. Not alive. But neither one of us doctors were detectives. That's true. I so we're gonna have. His... Prob- we should probably wait. Until a doctor gets here to figure out whether he's alive or dead. Oh, yes. We get. Can we get the? Do you call the coroner? We. I mean, we don't know. For I don't sure. call the coroner. I feel the coroner. You. Call I don't the know coroner. the coroner. Call the coroner. Did you know that I'm new to this uh, department? I, I did know <laughs> Just that. Today. I appreciate this is that. My first day, and yeah. it turns out. And where were you coming it's your from? Your last day. Is that oh, true? I don't think so. You're playing. You're playing new boss are jokes. You re- are you retiring? No, 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 no. Oh wait, maybe I'm the one that's retiring, and you're the new employee. That's right. We got you a watch. I'm getting too old for this shit. Oh, in the heat of the night. In the heat of the night. A stifled meathead, would you? Two boys in a balcony, in a balcony, a balcony. Two boys in a balcony, in a balcony, a balcony. And breathe. Okay, folks, it's two boys in a balcony. No, you're, you're not listening to your favorite improvisation podcast. Maybe we are there. Favorite improvisation podcast. Oh well, I mean that would have been the very first time that we ever did proper, proper. Did we do a Harold? Or did we just do a mod? We did an we did an A to C, and then we got to go back and we got to go B to D, and then we got to connect. No, we. Are didn't. you just trying to get me to pay you money? No, we did a Harold. We did a Harold and a half. A Harold Har. <laughs> I can't stop. Uh, it's two boys on the balcony. I'm Sean. That's Bill. We're here together again at once last. again. Once again, we're saying we're kissing old cinema on the mouth. Yeah, we said we said no, no, no. In the heat of the night, nineteen sixty-eight oh, Academy what a Awards. Film, this dude. is this is too important a year in what cinema. Yeah, what a great year. What a, what Except a, for one one real sucker standout. Oh yeah, but we'll get to all of that, folks. Don't you? Oh, I'm aggressive and worry. We gotta check, and we gotta do a bunch of bull. We, do we have to do the bullshit at the top? We don't have to do anything. We don't even have to do this. Then why do we keep doing this? I don't know. It seems to just be a force of habit at this point. Yeah, it really is just a way to get out of the house. It's like, up, oh, gotta do that. I guess I could join a bowling league, or I could go talk to Bill for an hour. Oh, you do? You a big bowler? I love to bowl. You like no. to get out there? Uh, bowling is one of my least favorite things to do. Do you always feel like you pulled a muscle in your ass when you do it? Mm, Last time I went no. bowling. I uh, I really well. It might not have been in my ass. It could have been my lower back, but <laughs> it could have been my upper legs. I don't know. But I really felt like physically, I'd, I'd exerted myself in such a way, and it was it was the small balls. It wasn't oh. even big ball bowling. I dude, I I have a theory that the candle candle pin balls, the little cannon balls that we throw, because yeah, I believe that those are heavier than any bowling ball you could possibly ever have. Those big balls are not as heavy as candle pins. It's because they got holes in them. Yeah. It's fucking get that fucking shit out of here. Get that out of there. And then the inside is like lava or something. I don't know. You can get like all kinds of things put in there. I had chocolate. My, I'm gonna my ashes put into a bowling ball. Wouldn't that be fun? Would you really do that? I thought you hate bowling. But if maybe Are you gonna give it to years? your enemy? To your worst enemy? Are no. you giving me a, am I I mean, let's be honest. You're if it, be, if yeah. I'll be, I in, should be. In, in the way in the way the world should <laughs> be intended, you should be gone. <laughs> 
you know, a couple <laughs> of decades. Let's be honest, dude. Let's be honest. I'm going to have, I, I hope to have a good 25 years of walking I'm around. I'm counting going. on you being a pallbearer at mine. Oh, so. absolutely. Keep that I hip, will be that hip there healthy. For sure. But I, I anticipate about a good 25 years of walking around oh, going, look at you. What are you now? Remember Bill? Oh, jeez. What are you now? Oh, it's been 10 years 30, since Bill's gone. It's been 11 years, years since Bill's you, gone. You're talking 72? What am I talking You think I'm 72? In 25 years? Uh, I'll be 39 in a couple weeks, so... Dude, you've been 38 for four, yeah, four whole, years. I know, a whole entire year. You're like Sarah Michelle Gellar. <laughs> <laughs> she constantly... That's the big complaint about Every her. Every time I talk to her, she's having a 38th birthday party again. Yeah, and you're like, she's okay. She's like, you gotta come this time. All right, Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Oh, she was the original? No, that was no, Kirstie Swanson. Swanson. MAGA. Uh, oh, she's a MAGA now, right? Because, oh, of, a, because of the vampires? Yeah, she's very afraid. Because of the buffalo hunting. <laughs> the Wait, vampire what? hunting. Hold on. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, Buffy the Buffalo Hunter. Is that what you think Buffy is short for? You think Buffy is short for Buffalo? Is her name Buffy? What her... was the one with Yoquin Phoenix? Joaquin Phoenix? Joaquin Yoquin. What, what? The Which Buffalo one? movie with Yoquin. He was in the army. He was a Buffalo hunter? But, what? I don't know what you're talking about. Fuck. Buffalo, you go. Buffalo you keep 66? talking. 66? Buff- is that Yoquin? I don't. It, it's Joaquin. <laughs> Yoquin? Every time you say Joaquin. I get so confused that I can't I can't keep up with you, and I'm already having a difficult time keeping up oh, with you. He's a, he's a, he was the Joker. He was the Joker, and he was the Gladiator. No, did he? Was he in Gladiator? He was. He he was he wasn't the Gladiator. He, he was, was Johnny Cash. He was Julius I went down, Caesar. Down, down, down. One of the Caesars. Um. Yeah. Anyway, Marcus Aurelius. I don't. I don't know. I just asked you that question. You haven't seen don't Gladiator. Spin it on me. We're gonna see it in yeah. twenty weeks. Yeah. God willing. I think it's a little longer than that. This is the 1968. Oh, it's glad it like 98. 2000. Is it 2000? 2000 already. In the year 2000. I've been want I've been getting through the Mission Impossible films. Not very fast. Not with any kind of urgency. It's I'm on I'm halfway through the third one. I just started yesterday. Okay. The fuck are you talking about? All right, man. Get pick up the pay. You've been on the third one for about. This I is had to st- make brownies too <laughs> from scratch too, not in the box. These brownies. No, they were in the box, but you got to get the. Eggs Would you out. just yes and one fucking thing? Oh, we're still doing that. I we already said, did a mod. I just said you made the brownies from scratch because you're a great baker, and you were like, "No, nah, I made them out of a box. I'm too I mean, humble. I can't take that credit. I don't got time for scratch brownies. You should. Yes, you do. Yeah, I do. You have nothing I, but time. You're in the middle of a third Mission Impossible movie. I don't know if you heard. You just started Dude, it yesterday. Did you Did you know that? Uh, I know everything about these movies that I've been do? telling you to watch for years. So, yes. How many are there? Six. They got a new one coming out. Yeah, the trailer just dropped. I didn't today, watch it. I'm not going to watch it until I get through them all. Dead Reckoning Part 1. Oh, Part 1. It's I think like it's Deathly Hallows. Pretty wretched title. <laughs> Is this going to be his last ones? I don't know. He's got. Uh, he does all the stunts. This telling me on the in the, in the, my headphones right now. <laughs> I I mean Jesus Christ. We I think we got to get you an intervention. <laughs> this is two weeks in a row where I'm tr- I'm I'm winded trying to keep up with all you right, mentally. Go ahead. I'll I'll slow down. Oh, thank Christ. The audience the audience also. Thanks Sean, you're Christ. out there doing comedy. This is all I got now. I, don't I know. The same with silly riffs to people. I know, but Nicole, stop talking to me. Because of my silly riffs. Oh, I didn't know that was an option. I mean, it's more of an option for you because there's yeah. no legal. Yeah, uh, we don't share a bed. Except for the, the LLC time. that we set up. Well, I mean, I set up. You didn't, again, do any of that. Yeah, because I have more. My liability is even more limited. That's true. That way. Ladies and gentlemen, it's the 40th Academy Awards. 40 years old. The paper anniversary times four. <laughs> <laughs> in a very complicated way. Yeah, I <laughs> to... gave you a lot of just money. You're going is for that, money. Is that common core math that you just did? I don't know. You ever try to do that? No. The new math that they got? I, I tell my kids that I can't help them. I tell uh, my niece showed it to me once, and I said, never again, kid. Yeah. Don't bring it to this house. I tell my kids uh, right out of the act, do the math the way they tell you, and then uh, that's it. I don't care. I say you take your calculator out. Yep. 
Yeah, you're not going to say, Siri, what is, find me the solution. Siri, tell me. Siri. Uh, Oh, we got some things to talk about this year. 1968, of course, a tumultuous year in the damn uh, United States. Of America. Uh, the Academy Awards took place on April 10th, 1988. The originally scheduled for April 8th, 1968. Why did they move it two days later? Bill, I ask you. What was the original date? April 8th, 1968. They held them two days later on April 10th, 1968. Uh, RFK's assassination. The assassination of Martin Luther King. Oh. Uh, yep, so... That was a big enough deal that they canceled the Academy Awards. Um, it says here, Sidney Poitier, Sammy Davis Jr., Louis Armstrong, and Diane Carroll were all announced as taking part in the ceremony, and they withdrew uh, their participation in mourning for Dr. King. Um, prior to... Da, 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 and none of that is important. And then they were like, well, just do it in a couple yeah, no, they were like, oh, that's fine, Sydney. You want to take time off of this, the death of this great can civil rights leader? Can you do it leader? Monday night? We'll get Jack Lemon. Jack Lemon will do it. Can you do it Monday night? Uh, oh, Sammy Davis Jr., you're not going to make it. We'll just get Shirley Jones from the fucking Partridge family. Uh, anyway, uh, Alfred Hitchcock. Uh, what did he win for? Did they give him an honorary? Yep. Alfred Hitchcock gets the Irving G. Thalberg Memorial Award. He holds the record for shortest speech in Academy Awards history with thank you very much indeed. The Irving Thalberg Memorial? Is that just supposed to be a... It's like an honorary. It's just like, ah, oh, we get it. We get it. We, Irving we, Thalberg, a director? He was a producer. Oh, he's like, I love to produce pictures. Yeah, so then they were like, oh, well, well I don't Did he know. died? Who? Hitchcock? Thalberg? Yeah, years ago, probably. I mean, it seems like he would have to be dead, right? I want to I want to go on record and say they give this out every year. I only brought it up this year because a guy that we like got it. But this is like a thing. Love they, that guy. They do this every year. Big fat uh, boy, Al Hitch. I love to hear whenever Hitch gets an award. Because uh, it didn't happen enough. Not often. Uh, not often. And it upsets me. Uh, this is. I'm all right, though. Uh, according to film historians, this is a uh, the biggest. This is the big shift, baby. To the nineteen sixty-seven, the the nominees break down as too new, too old, and then one movie that uh, literally bought its way into a nomination, uh, which is also just the worst. So let's get into them, and we'll kick things off, Bill. The first nominee for Best Picture in 1968 at the 40th Academy Awards is Bonnie and Clyde, directed by Arthur Penn. In the 1930s, bored waitress Bonnie Parker falls in love with an ex-con named Clyde Barrow, and together they start a violent crime spree through the country, stealing cars and robbing banks. Bonnie and Clyde. Hey, you gotta get your loot somewhere. You gotta get your loot cakes, you go to a bank, you go to a... <laughs> You get it. You fortnighting it a up. Jeweler. Did it, yeah, they, they probably robbed a jewelry store. This was a pretty good flick. It's uh, what a cast, dude. There's a yeah, lot dude. of deep bench on this one. A lot of uh, big names in this. Uh, Juan Beatty, Faye Dunaway, uh, Michael J. Pollard is the dude. He's the guy you yeah, sent me a Michael picture J. of. Yeah, Michael J. Pollard's great. I love to see his face pop up in a movie. Uh, Gene Hackman is in this. Gene Wilder is in this. Yeah, Wilder doesn't even. He, Shows he's up a little, like an hour into the movie. Yeah, he's, he's like the banker, right? Bank manager or something? He's like, no, he's a... Uh, uh, well, he tells him that he's an undertaker. And they wind up kicking him out of the... Him and the... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Kick him out of the car. Like, they're going to hang out with him. He's getting yes. along with yeah, 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 Gene yeah. Hackman. Um, Is that yeah. Hackman? Hackman plays like his, uh, his brother-in-law or something like that. Uh, yeah, his older brother, because they do the weird, like, as soon and as they show up. he shows up with Roseanne's mother. <laughs> yes. His wife. Yeah, Estelle uh, Parsons. Yeah. Uh, it's a weird, this is a weird fucking movie. Yeah, it's, you had said when we did Tom Jones, you were talking about, like, the cinematography being similar. And I told it, it has that vibe. It has that vibe on it. Wow. wow. 
Should we turn me up? No. Am I, am I just drifting? No, just hold the microphone up to your mouth. Oh, blah, blah, blah. I can't stress how much better it sounds when the microphone is... It does sound when nice. When you speak into it. It, it does sound nice when I get up close. Uh, no, I... Because... It, uh, it has the same, like, uh, artistic flair. Yeah, it's very, like... It's a uh, dark uh, picture. They they didn't get, go crazy with the lights. No. And uh, but it changes styles a lot. Like there's that like weird like ballet sex scene that they have like in the curtains that doesn't really fit in with the rest of the movie, and the lighting all changes and shit. It's just a weird. Yeah, Faye Dunaway is dynamite. It's a very as, uh, as usual. I like her in uh, most things I see her in. Yeah, she's good. Warren Beatty's got the matchstick in his mouth. I love Warren Beatty. Handsome fella. I can't believe. Oh, this guy's got a mug on him, huh? This dude. Put I him mean, in the moving pictures. Shit. I say. Uh, man, he must have, he just must have crushed so much, uh, people's hearts, broke hearts. <laughs> Real heartbreak of that fella. Dr. Doolittle, directed by Richard Fleischer, a veterinarian who can communicate with animals, travels abroad to search for a giant sea snail. What? Is that really what it's about? He mentioned something about a snail. I only got about 20 minutes into it. Gee, a giant sea snail. Holy shit. That sounds... All right. It's Rex Harrison, Samantha Egger, Richard Attenborough. Uh, this is uh, this is the movie that uh, it uh, is a uh, box office bomb. It's a critically reviled, and because Twentieth yeah, Century Fox that. didn't have uh, any Christmas movie that year, they put it back in the theaters, and then they. Uh, did 17 straight days where they invited Academy members to come get free champagne and dinner and watch Dr. Doolittle. And so it got a Best Picture nominee. It, uh, yeah. Dude, like, it gets almost. Can I have champagne and dinner and not watch Dr. Doolittle? Yeah. Can we it's just. Fucking two and a half hours, dude. Uh, does not get nominated for Best Director. It does shouldn't. not. No acting nominations. And, uh, no. No screenplay nominations. <laughs> like I think it's it wins uh, best song for "Talk to the Animals." I think when you put it up, which is insane because that should have gone to uh, the Bear Necessities, Mrs. Ro- Mrs. Robinson, and uh, wow, the graduate. I can, I can answer that question for you: why those songs did not get nominated? Uh, Do it up. Oh, because uh, the graduates like the the grant. One of the cool things about the graduate that's like unique is that. I mean, think of all the movies we've watched, like, leading up to this shit. We watched, like, five movies from each one of these years. They don't use pop songs or, like, popular music, and it's usually, like, instrumental shit or yeah. maybe one song. Mike Nichols was like, uh, oh, yeah, if I use old Simon and Garfunkel songs, like, old, like, a fucking year old, like, they're not making as much money on those anymore. If I put those in the movie, I can just, I can just do that the whole time. So, but they weren't written for the screen, so they can't. So, you can't. Uh, you can't get a nominee for... Um, oh, it's got to be written yeah. particularly for the movie? Yeah. That's why it doesn't get a score nomination it seems either. Like, it seems like there should be some type of a an award for using a, a song that's not that would just be, made for you know? That would be a fucking cool award. Best use of a song. Yeah, like... Because most of the... Si- Wes Anderson or... Uh, I mean, dude, uh, most of those nominee, best song PTA. nominees... Like, when you watch the Oscars and they have, like, the five people, all those songs are always over the end credits. Yeah. And it's like, that mo- song was not in the fucking movie at all. So get that shit the fuck out of here. Let's get, let's get. Because I miss you, baby, and I don't want to miss a thing. Well, that one, I mean, that one does, they do that one in the movie. That's a little, that's a little. The better. sweetest thing we'll never do. He's bouncing the animal crackers across her little, her little tum-tum. Uh, what a fun movie that is. Is it? Is that Armageddon? Yeah, I've I've seen it one time when it was in theaters, and I don't think I I've think ever it is. watched it. I think it is a fun movie. I might want to. I might want to rewatch it's, that. I mean, it's not a great movie, but it's it's definitely worth. It's a fun watch. Let's you know what? Let's put that on the backyard balcony. Fucking, that is balcony material. That's a backyard ben balcony. Ben Affleck coming in there, trying to get things done. Liv Tyler, Steven Tyler's daughter. Yeah. And she don't want to miss a day. That was a good Steven Tyler. Yeah, Dream we should do that on. in the balcony. Dream on. That was when they uh, started just like exclusively doing soundtracks. Aerosmith. Yeah. 
What was, did they do another one? Uh, they did a few of them. But that was the only one that, like, fucking hit. That was the big one. Uh, Dr. Doolittle looks like it sucks. Uh, watch the Eddie Murphy version, I guess, instead. Yeah, uh, the Eddie, Eddie Murphy version is not musical, right? It's just a comedy. I've never seen it. But I think the animals actually talk. Do the animals talk in the old oh, version? that's adorable. Or does he just talk to the animals? I th- yeah, I think he's just talking to them. I don't. Uh, there is one. There's a parrot that talks, but I mean, yeah, well, that's, if it's a fucking parrot, of course yeah, it talks. But it talks. Oh, okay. it gives directions and shit. Like shut the fuck up. Yeah, uh, but I I didn't get far into it. I don't. Uh, Rex Harrison. Like if I ever met his descendants, oh Jesus Christ! <laughs> like I'd probably say something about it. Oh my God! If uh, I knew, if I knew who they were. Oh, do you know who his son was? Uh, George, Rex Manning George, Har- George, George Harrison Oh from the Beatles No that's not true No it's not true And it's not Rex Manning The fictional character <laughs> Not Rex Empire Manning Day. Uh, The Graduate 1967 Mike Nichols Benjamin A recent college graduate Very worried about his future Finds himself in a love triangle With an older woman And her daughter Dustin Oppman Anne Bancroft Catherine Ross Fucking Phenomenal. Great movie. Holy Great movie. shit. Mrs. Dude. Robinson, you're trying to seduce me. Oh, man. Whoa. I'm not ready for this one. Gotta shut the lights off. Close the curtains. Uh, Murray Hamilton, Buck Henry, William Daniels. Uh, I've seen, obviously, I've seen clips of, you know, the William Daniels talking to him in the fucking pool and the, yeah. you know, just, but I've never seen the whole thing together. What a this thing fucking it's rules. fantastic. This it, is it's so good. In my humble opinion, this is the best movie that we watched this week. Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't argue it. I think it's uh, um, Mike Nichols. I think In the Heat of the Night is really good. Though. Yeah, no, no, no. You can't go. It's look. Those are the two in my I, that I would pick. But yeah, this, uh, Graduate is it's a fucking is unbelievable. sexy film, dude. Oh my god! Uh, yeah, everything about it is great. The music is fucking awesome. Uh, it explains a nine million movie references that I didn't uh, dude, understand like before. The, and the church with the is that Wayne's World two or the Wayne's World two? Yeah, he puts the guitar in the fucking uh, door frame. Yeah, because the end of Wayne's World one is the Scooby Doo ending, and of Wayne's World two he does the Graduate. He keeps driving through the fucking guys carrying plate glass. Uh, Murray Hamilton, of course. Schwing. Our favorite. We love him. Mayor Larry Vaughn. Oh, my goodness. That is still. I don't understand how he got reelected for Jaws 2, but what an actor. Uh, yeah. He's been in a number of films that we've watched, and we love him. He's great in all of them. Uh, Mike Nichols. He really seems like uh, somebody that would uh, come over and hang out with your dad at a party. Uh, oh, yeah. Yeah, I like that. And when I say your dad, I mean my dad Yeah, my particular. dad. My dad does not go to parties. He doesn't. No. I'm yeah, saying I mean, not, he'd hey, throw the pot. Neither of our dads go to parties. Be like, oh, well, that's... I don't know what kind of bit you're doing there. I mean, it was a bit of You about, should clear that with me before, I, you, before I, you go you're there. Right. You're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. <sighs> Mike Nichols wins Best Director for The Graduate. Hell yeah. He deserves it. It's it's. I was blown away how good it is. Um, it's very... It's a very enjoyable watch. Dustin Hoffman gets a uh, acting nomination... And Annie Bancroft gets a Annie and Bancroft gets a Best Actress nomination, and Catherine Ross also gets the Best Supporting. Uh, none of them win. Uh, Estelle Parsons wins for Bonnie and Clyde as uh, Gene Hackman's wife, Blanche Barrow. Oh, she got uh, Best Supporting. She won Best Supporting. Uh, she beat Carol Channing, Mildred Natwick. I believe that's a be off. Uh did you just say B. Arthur? Uh, yep. Uh, the uh, Best Supporting Actor nominations, I want to read them because they're uh, fucking pretty cool, except for one of them. Uh, John Cassavetes for The Dirty Dozen. Gene Hackman for Bonnie and Clyde. And then this one kind of sucks. Cecil Calloway for Guess Who's Coming to Dinner. 
And then Michael Pollard for Bonnie and Clyde. And then the winner, and I think this is a fucking cool award, is George Kennedy for Cool Hand Luke. Oh, no shit. Uh, Fuck, dude. Cool Hand Luke should have fucking. Instead of Dr. Doolittle. Absolutely, fucking dude. insane, dude. It's insane. That's it. That's wild. Um, what other snub? I mean, it, I don't even think it matters what other things got snubbed now. The know the Cool Hand Luke didn't get in. Uh, in Cold Blood, the uh, uh, Truman Capote. Yeah, which is like a real like kind of like procedural true crime movie. I did not like it. Uh, you might like it. They, uh, I know they remade it, right? Didn't Philip Seymour Hoffman do one? So that was about. Truman Capote writing, writing, the, writing in Cold Blood. This is a, right. this is the the movie of the book I that he wrote. I feel like it's it's real uh, dry. I thought, and then it gets real fucking trippy. I think if I remember it correctly. Uh, cool Hand Luke. Uh, Paul Newman gets nominated for Best Actor. That movie fucking rules. Yeah, that's such a good flick. I uh, think it's great that George Kennedy got. Uh, best yeah, I think that's that. like one of the cooler yeah. wins. Uh, Wiping them down, boss. Wiping them down. Taking it off. Take it off. Um. Yeah. Fucking Paul Newman eats like nine hundred fucking hard boiled. Nobody eggs. can eat fifty eggs. <laughs> so good. Uh, in cold blood is also floating. Wait until dark with Audrey Hepburn uh, is a movie I've always wanted to see, but I don't think I have. Where I think she's blind and she's in a house. Like somebody stalking oh, yeah, her through I, a house. I've never seen that, but I, I've, uh, I always confuse it with um, the calls coming from inside the house. What that movie? Oh, uh, I just watched it and it, I didn't like it. Yeah, that's the one with uh, Carol Kane. Stranger. When a stranger calls. When a stranger calls. Is yeah. that the second one or the first one she's in? Carol Kane. Yeah, yeah. Uh, she's in that one, but I don't remember. And you didn't like that. No, I thought that was a pretty good movie. Yeah, it was okay. It's like a. Uh, I think the first twenty minutes of that are like fucking great. Yeah, and then it kind of dips off into like the falling, like, trying to solve the crime. But like the beginning with it's the no fucking cool calls, hand Luke, brother. It ain't cool hand Luke, and it's also not from this fucking <laughs> yeah, year. Was not even this kind of like fucking decade. <laughs> what are we talking? Oh, we're both a little <laughs> bit gone. I don't know. Other movies, but the winner, of course. Oh, wait. No, we didn't even finish. <laughs> the Dude, they must have been fucking so ripped. That what that the director and shit of Cool Hand Luke to be like, Dr. Doolittle because you went and fucking had dinner and champagne? I mean, that's why that's one of the kind of the shifts, I think. That's what kind of helps this, the, like, the graduate and Bonnie and Clyde, like, usher in a new where it's kind of like, no, it's fucking dog shit. Yeah. That sucks. Uh, uh, this next movie also kind of sucks. Is guess who's coming to dinner? Directed by Stanley Kramer. A couple's attitudes are challenged when their daughter brings home a fiance who is black. Catherine Houghton, Sydney Poitier, Catherine Hepburn, Spencer Tracy. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I watched this today, and it's just kind of, eh, you know exactly what it is. I've never seen it. I had it on. My HBO queue for a while. Quite yeah. cool, quite cool. I mean, you're a big Spencer Tracy guy, so this love is him. this is his final performance and Love him and love uh Catherine Hepburn. Yeah. This is uh Favorite of the Hepburns. I believe this movie came out ten days after he died. Well look at uh, that. They waited until he died to release it. Well, I don't think that's a the tribute plan. To the I think man. they I think they said we're gonna they release said a tribute this. to the man, we're gonna release this film then. We're gonna put the film out when we put the film out. If you could hold on till after, that would really yeah. be great for Do us. Do you think that you could keep him on life support until we put the film out? Or it's either look, it's one of these things. It's like now or like you wait like five months after the film. Like, comes do you out. think he might get better? So you should keep him on the machine until but the I film don't wanna comes give out? up I don't wanna give up the date because then it's like uh, and then the other studios got like the black guy that came to dinner ready to go. They're gonna rip us off. I mean, is it okay if we release the movie and take? We're gonna have to use his tickets for the premiere. Is that okay? Uh, this thing is. Uh, I would describe it as very, uh, very shallow in like dealing with the issues that it's dealing with. Was it with. a stage play that they made a movie? Uh, I. It feels like it, but I do not think it was. All right. I think it's since become a stage play. Yeah. 
uh, it basically takes. Place I know they've one... remade it. Like they've yeah, remade they've, it they've... a few different times. And with they a uh, few different. They split it. It was uh, I think a girl brought Ashton Kutcher home to yeah, meet Bernie did, Mac. They did that, and then they did one. Uh, I think they did a television one at one point. Yeah, and then they made the board game Guess Who. So I was probably inspired by this film. That's pretty. That's pretty funny. Pretty, pretty good. It's a pretty good riff. Uh, yeah. Uh, you should watch it just for the Spencer Tracy performance. I will. I'm assuming it's it's gonna pop back up on either Criterion. Or... Uh, it's on Stars at the moment. That's how I was. Able oh, to that's watch. what it is. So here's the thing. So we use my cousin's stuff. Oh, that's right. Tell me all about and it. So apparently, you told me you told me this story four days ago, and I was not interested <laughs> enough to dig into it via text message. I want let's save it for the air, so folks. It keeps going. Uh, it says reactivate, but she says that she didn't cancel it. And she didn't change the stuff. Oh, so I think Stas might be doing the uh, doing a little fuck around, doing that fucking not letting you use like. A separate household use the account, maybe? Mm, I'm not sh- uh, Yeah, I know my wife uh, subscribes because she has to watch Outlander. Yeah, my wife loves Outlander. There's a few things on there that... Uh... We're not a stars cast. What are we doing? No, the stars got a lot of movies on there that you could enjoy. It. They do. They got that new Ghostbusters up there. Yeah, I want to see that. I don't. I do. Okay. Hey, that's the that's and especially a, on a streaming service that I already have. Yeah, so I don't have to pay so for it. Pay. Uh, yeah. They had something else up there. Oh, I think yeah, they got Paul Rudd's in it. I'll watch. Paul I think Rudd. they got the new Escape Room. Oh, that's yeah. In which I got to watch that because I enjoyed that first Escape Room. I didn't watch it. It's uh, like a Champion of Champions one though. Yeah, Paul Rudd uh, uh, cameos in uh, Chippendale Rescue Rangers on. Oh, Disney get the Plus. hell out of town, Sean! You just telling me that now? Fucking. You've been here at my house for almost an hour. Well, I, I didn't know your. You feelings. didn't have a chance to bring it up. I didn't know your feelings on the man, on Paul Rudd. I did. Slap in the base. You don't think know. I know? <laughs> I did not know that you loved Paul Rudd as much as you He's claim. He's a fantastic actor. Great actor. Love the man. Hilarious, ageless. Ageless. This guy doesn't age, Sean. Uh, Every year I get a little bit older. He just stays. A, a, he was not in that film. Was he boy. in that film? In what film? He wasn't in Dates and Confused, was he? No. Okay. That's uh, McConaughey. Ladies and gentlemen, the film that won. But I can see a confusion. In the heat of the night. I can't. I don't remember the fucking theme song. Ah, Edith, stifle it, would you? Huh? Oh, no, that's the television ah, show. bad, would you? Oh, come on. That's the TV show. Oh, yeah. You can see why they got Carol O'Connor, though, man. Oh, yeah. Steps I, right into Rod Steiger. Uh, Rod Steiger wins Best Actor for this film. I think he's incredible. Sydney in Poitier, not even nominated for this or for Guess Who's Coming That's to weird, dinner. right? Straight up racism, as far as I'm I thought, concerned. I thought that... Uh, that he didn't get nominated for this because I thought that he got nominated for Guess Who's Coming to Dinner. Nothing, dude. Fucking Rod Steiger gets nominated for Best Actor. He wins. Warren Beatty for Bonnie and Clyde. Can't argue with that. Dustin Hoffman for The Graduate. Incredible. Cool Hand Luke. Paul Newman, of course. Ah, fuck. Maybe there isn't room for him. Dude, how the fuck? Spencer Tracy, Guess Who's Coming to Dinner, gets the last nomination for Best Actor. Those are five great performances. Guess Who's Coming to Dinner. I don't know. Spencer Tracy? Uh, that's a good bit I did. About, I don't know. I took the name of the movie and the actor that's in the movie. I like that. And I yes ended it. Yeah, but he's not coming to eat this long day. Me likey that. <laughs> what the <laughs> fuck was that? I just rewatched Popstar the other uh, night. Oh, well, that's why you got to watch this Chip and Dale, dude. It's, oh, yeah, right. It's, it's Lonely the same Island, people. right? Uh, in the heat of the you night. You a big uh, Rescue Rangers boy? I do. Is that your uh, demo? Yeah, dude, the Disney afternoon started at. Uh, yeah, I was twenty something by then. Every year they would add a new show, and it went. Uh, Ducktales obviously was the first. Uh, Some people will put the gummy bears in there, but I don't believe they're considered Disney afternoon canon. I go Ducktales, Chip and Dale Rescue. Nope. Yeah, Chip and Dale Rescue Rangers, then Tailspin, which was the uh, television show about Baloo the Bear from the Jungle Book, and King Louie, his arch nemesis. Running a FedEx oh, on an yeah. island. Oh, you got an arch nemesis, but you run a shipping. Well, they you became friends. Shipping. He's yeah. a giant orangutan. Kit the Cubs. Sometimes you share. Thing. Sometimes you share shipping channels. Uh, after Tailspin came Darkwing Duck. Oh, Darkwing Duck! I remember that fella. He's great. 
wonderful uh, Darkwing Duck, uh, kind of like a Batman, but a duck. And then Goof Troop was the final, in my opinion, which was when Goofy's, uh, the, the Widow Goofy had to, was a single. Wait a minute, the Widow Goofy? Yeah, it was just his. Wouldn't, it, he, wouldn't he be a widower? Wasn't he a male? Oh, yeah. Uh, the widower Goofy. Uh, <laughs> his wife is uh, deceased or left him and also walked out on their son, Max. But I think she's dead. But they never, ever once address it. And they made two so, movies. But there's a chance that she just fucking flaked out and just, you know, it was better off he but has she could full be custody. Dead. But I think she's dead. The way that he mourns her loss, though the loss of love, whether they're alive or dead. Yeah. You can't really question a man's uh, fucking what he feels in his in his dog heart. Is is it a dog heart? I don't know. I don't know oh. if you should call it a dog hat. Maybe you just call it a hat. Yeah. Hey. Nope. Because I look at my dog. She's got a different heart than I do. I would call that a dog heart. I don't know what who this podcast Put a human heart on the table and put a dog heart on the table. Tell me those, you those are both hearts. You can't tell the difference. You can't tell the difference. Absolutely, you could tell the difference between a human heart and a dog's heart. Are you either a veterinarian or a cardiologist? I guess I fucking am because I can tell the difference between a human heart and you a dog's so. heart. Just based off of size. Just fucking. Yeah, that's human. You get a bull mastiff and you get a fucking four-year-old kid. They got the same size. <laughs> all right. First hot, of all, dude. I'm going adult small dog and adult human choose. heart. You can't. You just pulled out a fucking hot. child's heart. Yeah, you get a dead body. That's where the heart comes you from. You just got a. Now you're fucking. You're desecrating the corpse of a dead child. I'm not doing anything. There's people that do that. Ugh, you're out. In the heat of the night, directed by Norman, the middleman. <laughs> directed by Norman Jewison, of course, the famed director of. In the heat of the night. Oh, uh, he's got three best actor, best director nominations. We've done a few of them, right? Uh, in the heat of the night, Fiddler on the Roof. He gets a nomination. Oh, no, and we didn't Moonstruck. Do that. Oh, get the hell out of town with Cher. Uh, the Russians are coming. The Russians are coming. He did last week. The Thomas Crown Affair with Steve McQueen, which we did on the old balcony. Uh, oh, we did do that, didn't we? Yeah, fun movie. That was a good movie. Uh, Jesus Christ Superstar, the film that fucking. Weird ass fucking film. I bought it and I've watched the first fifteen minutes. Yeah, it's a weird one, man. The music is unbelievable. Uh, You ever see hair? Uh, Nope. No. My mother took me to see that in the theater. The movie? Yeah. Did you see all the fucking dong? Yeah, there was dong. There was bush. There were boobies. Hell yeah, dude. I used to call them tits, but (laughs) (laughs) now you've matured. It's kind of weird though. I I rewatched uh, most of it uh, within the last month. It was on one of the channels. I love the music in here. It's pretty good. Like good it's uh, uh, what's his name? Uh, John Savage. Is that uh from Deer Hunter? Play Stevie. Uh, he's one. He's one of the leads in it. You know the body that goes to Vietnam with them and. Oh yeah, go, like, yeah, I think so. Uh, he's he's like the lead in half. He, oh, that's fun. He's from Oklahoma, and he's going to join the Army or the Marines, go to Vietnam, and he spends like a weekend hanging out with hippies in New York before he goes. Uh, I didn't finish it, though, so I don't know if he goes. All right. Well, uh, I mean, and anyways, if he did or if he didn't, that that war is pretty much over now yeah so oh yeah it's no, probably no. an official record if i really want to look yeah into it. i also i think it's just a con it, i don't know if it ever crossed is it a was it a conflict or was it a war what was it i think it depends upon who you ask wealthy obviously. industrialist phil colbert moves to sparta mississippi he's gonna build a damn factory uh oh wait yeah so that's the premise of this movie and that's then, the premise but we don't know it uh yeah this thing kicks you don't off. see that we uh, we're following police officer Sam Wood while Ray Charles sings a song that I could not sing for you Fucking for nah. trillion dollars. I cannot remember the rhythm of this song at all. This all is, I keep thinking is of the still of the night. This is the uh, the dude from Stripes. Is that who it is? Uh, yeah, uh, Warren the, Oates. Yeah, he was the fucking settle down, Francis. Uh, yeah, he was in the Wild Bunch. Um. Movies, he's got one of those uh, faces. Yes, yeah, he looked uh, just kind of like just kind of a like a a very cocky, dumb person yeah. face. 
Well, he's driving around Big late teeth. at night. A lot of teeth. He's going to the damn diner, getting some dinner. He's uh, turning his lights off in front of a house and then staring at a child's tits in the window. Nah, she's... 16. No, I think she's... Nope. Is she 16? 16. Well, you know, it's a different time. (laughs) (laughs) Dude, uh, the guy at the... uh... I mean, they also, in the film, for the record, uh, the actress was of age, and they don't show nipple because of the window panes. Yeah. I looked. I did not know she was 16. I looked. Didn't know, didn't know, didn't know, didn't know, didn't know, didn't know, didn't know. Uh, so, uh, he's driving around town and, uh, this fucking Ray Charles banger is just fucking playing. And, uh, he stumbles across the dead body of wealthy industrialist Philip Colbert. And hey, it's like just pulling down an alley. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's weird. Cause then he comes to like dead in the alley. Yeah. The good dude's just face down in the street, like in right in the alley, right on the sidewalk almost. Yeah. And, uh, uh-oh, we got a damn murder. Dude, I thought he was going to book. I thought he was going to be like, oh, I man, thought for a I second, I was though. like, oh, did this dude just hit this guy? Why? Because he breaks like fucking crazy, but and he yeah. would not have been able to see that guy. I can't believe he didn't, you know, fucking accidentally run the body over. Sometimes That's, you accidentally run the body over. 100% what I would have done, and I would have just been like, gotta go. That's why you always got to know what your own tie-up tracks look like. That's right. So you can disclude them from the evidence. Oh, dude, I, I'm burning the car. Did I say disclude? I think I meant exclude. No, disclude is the proper. Disclude is probably the proper. Yeah, but old English, let's bring it back. Disclude. Oh, I it. love old English. Uh, when they used F's for S's. So we meet uh, Police Chief Gillespie, who is new to town, played by Rod Steiger. Uh, he's just a big, fat, incompetent cop. Sweaty. His men don't respect him. He's stocky. I don't know if I'd say he's a big fraud. He's a big guy. Uh, so he's running. He's the, Carol O'Connor. He's running. Saji Bunker, dude. It's yeah, like, he it, looks. It's uncanny. It's I, very uncanny. I looked up that that show. Uh, is a sequel to the movie. It's not like. So it takes place twenty years after this, and Virgil decides he's going to move back to his hometown. So that's what the premise of the show is. So so is he a he's a Virgil wasn't from Sparta though, right? No, yeah, he yeah, I guess that was his hometown cuz he was visiting his mom, right? Yeah. yeah so he was so, coming through from somewhere. No, he was his, yeah, so whatever. Anyway, anyway, he moves bed down there and then they solve crimes. Probably oh, like week Batman to week. and Robin Yes. <laughs> Just like it with the Dutch angles and the pals and the biffs and the bams. Just like it. You fucking nailed it. You could not have been more accurate with your description of the television program in the heat of the night starring Carol O'Connor and a different black guy that's not Sidney Poitier. Yeah, who who was it? I don't know. I've always assumed it was Sidney Poitier. I thought for a while he did syndicated television. When was that? That was mid-80s? Uh, I uh, think 90s, so. That's, that's one of those shows that was just like... Uh, Highway to Heaven. Yeah, were you just like, I was this show ever on network television, or was it just always on in reruns all day long? Uh, so that was back when you had twenty six episodes a season. You got fucking four seasons, and you went into syndication. Hundred episodes, right? Yeah, I think so. I mean, I I don't. I mean, that's how. Yeah, it's hundred to get syndication. So this uh this this. Cop's plan is to send somebody to one end of the town and send somebody to the other end of the town, and that that'll definitely catch the murderer because they'll have no way to leave town if we send a cop to the two two exits. It seems strange, right? Yeah, it's just it seems like oh let's why don't we dust for prints? You want to like examine for evidence and stuff like that? They seem like very I mean they are completely incompetent police officers. They send uh, Sam Wood gets sent down to the police to the train station and he's looking around. He's poking around with his flashlight, even though the fucking lights are on. And he sees a he sees an African-American gentleman in a suit with a briefcase or a suitcase sitting on a bench by himself. And he uh, promptly arrests him for being yeah, dude. for being black in a train station. And they pull him in. They're like, why are you at the train station? He's like, I was I'm city portier. I say everything very importantly. I was waiting for the train. 
But it ain't no train at that time on a Tuesday. He's like, there's one train that comes through on on Tuesday morning, 4 o'clock. I don't think so. And like right as he says it. Choo-choo. Chugga-chugga-chugga-chugga-chugga. <laughs> All right, you were right. I yep. win that one. Uh, so everybody is just completely shitty to this guy. He's got like a wallet full of cash. They're like, where'd you get the cash? He's like, I'm a police officer. Oh, uh, he's like, I, yeah, they're like, so they're like, oh, he must be a drug dealer or a pimp or how does he have all this goddamn money? Those are the only jobs. Uh, and so he goes, I'm a police officer. I'm at the top homicide inspector in Philadelphia. And they're all like, uh, Oh. Well, he he's he's telling this to Gillespie. Yeah, he sends Sam out to figure out who's fucking fixing the air conditioner or something, right? Like when he he comes in with Sidney Portier and he's yeah, like, yeah 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 I got this guy and he's like yeah uh, what did I what did I tell you to go go get something? You no, know, he shows yeah he, he does, like sends him out like don't yeah he's even, like, I got yeah yeah Jesus Christ why are you wasting my time with this fucking guy? And he's like where where you get all that body? Like um, and shows him the badge, and he's like, "What he makes a like, hundred and sixty-two fifty a week or something." And they're yeah. like, "What? <laughs> what? <laughs> Boing! That's so much." Um, yeah, but so anyway, they're all racist. Everybody in town is racist. They all are like, "Why you work?" And so they ask him. They're, to- they're like, "This is Sparta." Yeah, they they so, uh. They're like, uh, he looks at the crime scene photos and immediately he knows, like, he notices, like, 12,000 different things that they completely ignored. He basically solves the whole case just looking at photos. And then they're like, uh, do you, you want to help us? And he's like, absolutely not. Yeah. I oh, hate you. you arrested me. You racially profiled me. You made me miss my train out of this shithole town. No, I do not want to do that. Uh, but then they bring like, in. Well, your li- your lieutenant wants to talk to you. He wants you to do it. Yeah. So they go out and they uh they they go examine the body, and then he basically he's gives them a laundry list of things, and they're like, "Why should we listen to you, boy?" And he's like, that scene's great when he's in the he's in there checking him out, and he's like, "Well, uh, if I'm not mistaken, uh, rigor is already set in, so it would have to be earlier." And the the one dude, like, there's the one guy that's just like, "What's he even doing?" And the other guy's like, uh, "Right about that, yeah, well, that check right there." Um, yeah. So he, oh, so they they arrested, because uh, you know, once rigor sets in, Sean, it's tough to get rid of a body. They they got they got the they got a, a suspect named Harvey. They bring him in, and they basically beat the shit out of him. They're gonna like well, we're just gonna beat the confession out of him. He'll confess to it if we hit him enough times. And then he finds out uh, Sidney Poitier finds out the guy's left-handed. And then when he's examining the body, he's like, "Well, he could only have been killed by a right-handed person." They're like, "How'd you know that? What are you talking about? I think it was the guy." Uh, so wait a minute. Sean, where did you go? I don't Who know. I'm just channeling the characters from In the Heat of Who the Night. Who is this guy that just showed up from a different part of the country? Hi, you get. Where are you getting all them book smarts from? Where you think that you're like some kind of uh, just because you can read the Bible and the preacher and coming down and telling me? Oh, I'll tell you more, Father. Come around. Reckon I could use some more of them French fried potatoes. Uh, they come. They come back from uh, examining the body, and the widow is in the chief's office, just waiting to find out why she's been brought down to the police station. No one's Which told her. Which is a question that you would have. And they're like, "Oh, Sidney Portier, you can't go in there because the chief's not back yet, and the widow's in there." And he's like, "Oh, well, obviously somebody told her." And they're like, "Yeah, no." We- I wouldn't think she should know. He's like, I'll hop in there and tell her. Let me let her know. Yeah, she'll probably want to hear the most devastating news of her whole life from some strange black guy. All right. You know what? Can you just maybe not? Okay. (laughs) Do you have a badge on you right now? (laughs) No, I'm talking too smart to be a cop. (laughs) I don't know why I said any of that. So he goes in, and basically, 
she demands because she's gonna move the factory that they're building, which is gonna save this town. Dude, that's why you gotta threaten. I'm gonna move the fact the factory that I'm building. She's like, we'll just set that's up. That. We'll just set up. What's your what's the high school football rivals town? We'll just yeah. set up the factory there, and they'll we'll do the it fucking... right outside the town line. And they're like, damn, we're gonna lose all those jobs. Yeah. Everybody's gonna be poor. Every forever. Thanksgiving, you're gonna have to go play football <laughs> in that town. Yeah, you're gonna have to buy. I don't. I don't even know what kind of factory. I'm sure it's some fucked up thing, and, and I'm sure they're just gonna use fucking wage slaves anyway. But uh, she insists that uh, uh, Virgil Tibbs. They call me Mister Tibbs. Remember we said that? Yeah, that that's the, the sequel too. Yeah, there's two sequels. Oh, is to this? Yeah, they made a couple. What's and, the uh, second one? Uh, I watched the first uh, 15 minutes. Uh, they oh, called me Mr. Tips. you did? It's on Prime, yeah. Nice. I don't know what the name of the second one is. I could probably find that out for you and for you alone. Uh, come on. Yep. They call me Mr. Tibbs, and then the organist. They still call me Mr. Tibbs. Uh, <laughs> they no longer call me Mr. Tibbs. Now they call me Grandpa Tibbs. They call me Sergeant Tibbs. Uh, it's called The Organization. And then the television series is from 1988. Um, yeah, so now, now uh, Virgil Tibbs has to be on there. The whole town is basically having meetings in front of the chief of police where they're like, Oh, we got to solve this murder, but uh, you need to get that black gentleman out of here because we are going to murder him. And I know that we probably... Crazy, dude. We shouldn't say this in front of you, the chief of police that we don't know, but we are going to murder that black man. If you don't get rid of him, we're going to murder him. We, us, here, me, I'm going to be the one. The group of us. This crime will not be hard to solve. You're not going to need no fancy pants black detectives from Philadelphia to solve his murder because it will have been me and I will get away with it because I friends will be joining me. I said it in front of you. You didn't arrest me. Now you're an accomplice. So good luck with that shit. Uh, Yeah. So uh, they go. uh, Virgil Tibbs, he figures out that it was probably this this uh, guy's rival, the dead body, the dead guy's rival. Uh, the Endicotts, they own a plantation, and we have to drive through this fucking huge field of people of color literally picking cotton. Yeah, they were picking cotton, right? Yeah, it's, uh, and, and I know that they're, you know, all in the employ of this plantation, but it's still, uh, I'm trying to remember the Endicotts. Still fucked up. They go up to the, uh, greenhouse. So, when he examines the guy's car, he oh finds, yeah, the slap. He finds the uh, the soil or whatever the shit. This is a great scene. Uh, and he goes up, and uh, so they're they're questioning this guy subtly, and then the guy gets fucking pissed, and he slaps Virgil, and then Virgil, without fucking blinking, you know he's asking him if uh, Colbert had been there that night because um, he found some root. Right? In his shoes or in his car? Yeah, so they find the root on the pedal of the thing, and then they go like, oh, well, this guy needs that shit to grow that stuff. So they go up to his greenhouse, and they find it, and they're like, oh, was he here? And then he's like, do I, are you investigating me? He's like, we're just asking questions or some shit. And then he slaps him, and then fucking Sidney Poitier slaps the fucking shit out of this guy. Just slaps him right back. This guy immediately looks like he's about to cry, like the actor, like... I don't know if it was a real slap or what, but he like is like, what? Oh, what? Why did you do that? You you can't do that. I hit you. You can't yeah. hit me. I hit you. Oh, I think it's a great acting job. I mean, that's Fucking exactly what it was though. So that's, good. Was, How uh, dare you? Yeah. Ow. Um. But anyway, and this he's guy. Like, you saw it, sheriff. Are you gonna let him get away with it? And he's like, uh, there was once a time I could have you shot. Yeah, it's fucking wild. Um, yeah, so he sends a gang of thugs after him, um, and they chase him down to uh, a warehouse that apparently has a fucking swimming pool in the middle what, of it because they're like hopping out. I don't know what the fuck that was. Yeah. They're acting like it's like seven feet of water filled it's with like, crocodiles. It's like, uh... <laughs> it's like, they're it's like, like when you pull in to get your oil changed and they get the little yeah yeah the little, little fucking pit. well yeah no it's like some puddle and they're just like oh we can't get our shoes wet because <laughs> they're all fucking. Whew, Jetang over it like fucking ballerinas like in West Side Story. One guy grabs a pipe. 
And then he's like, oh, quick, uh, here, I'll use this metal fucking fence post as a fucking bow staff and just whip the shit out of you guys until until uh, Rod Steiger shows back up. Uh, yeah. It, I don't know. That scene was uh, kind of silly, I thought, but I don't know. You uh, want to edit it? We could probably use. <laughs> yeah, let's get get that shit out of it. Let's Pro tighten tools, this thing up. Get this thing under. We can get this thing down to ninety yeah. minutes. Um. At this point, Ashton Kutcher shows up. <laughs> so no, at, at this point, uh, Gillespie starts to suspect. Oh, so uh, Virgil Tibbs asks Officer Wood. The guy who found the body, he asked them if they can, he can, they can follow exactly his path from the night before. And at one point, he uh, is about to pull up to that. They go to the diner with the fucking goofball guy. The fucking, there's this creepy Anthony Perkins dude. This fucking psycho dude. Yeah. Uh, yeah. What? Uh, it I mean, does, it's it not looks, Anthony yeah, Perkins. It looks just like him. Yeah. Uh, he's a fucking weirdo, and uh, his name's Purdy. Uh, keeps hiding the pie on Sam. Yeah. Oh no. Like, oh, I'm, I'm sorry. He's not Purdy. Out. He's Ralph. Ralph is played by Anthony James. Look at that. Same name. Anthony Perkins. Anthony James. Real fucking weirdo. But uh, they're doing all kinds of pie gags. And then when they're about to go look at the uh, teenage girl's tits, he turns left, and Sidney Poitier is like, "Hmm, interesting." And he gets out and he goes to look at the girl's tits on his own. Comes back to the station like, uh, I, I'm suspicious of this boy because he turned left instead of going to look at the girl's tits that he well, likes he to says, look at. He, he asks him while they're driving. He's like, why did you change your route? He's like, I didn't change my route. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And this is when uh, Gillespie's in the backseat, right? Yep. So Gillespie, and then Gillespie gets all suspicious. Yeah, so he starts to suspect that it's this guy. Like, Gillespie's, like, very quick to be like, well, if one fuck it, if there's one even shred pointing at something, that this person must have done it. It's yeah, because then, because then the next day he goes to the bank and he finds out that this officer Wood made a huge, a sizable deposit to his bank account the day after the murder. So he's like, oh, somebody paid him to kill him, but he's like, no, I I collected cans or some shit like that. He's got like some like, it was like weird. Or... He's like, I won that playing quarters fair and square, and I saved up six hundred dollars, then I brought it to the bank. Uh, meanwhile, uh, the girl who keeps showing her tits out the window, it gets dragged into the police station by her brother. brother. Yeah. And that's when we find out that, uh, not only is this dude driving by her house, he's having an affair with her. And then. Well, if she's 16, he's not having an affair with her. No, yeah. He's statutorily raping her. Um, so and then, uh, but now she's pregnant. So now the brother is fucking pissed. Um, he wants to file the statutory rape charges, and then uh, uh, everybody is mad because uh, Virgil Tibbs is there, and they're just like, "Get this black guy out of here!" And they're like, "He's like the best cop we've ever seen." And Tibbs goes, "Like you wouldn't believe what he could do with a photograph." So Tibbs wants to find out uh, who the father is because. I, this confused me. I don't know how we got to the fucking back back room abortion lady. Because, uh, because of the money, Sam's money was supposedly to pay for the abortion. Oh yeah, so Sam was gonna pay for the abortion. That's right. And then, so he's gonna find out who does the back uh, alley abortions in town, and then uh, I, I don't know, pressure her into revealing who the father is or who paid her. Yeah. Um, but uh, she doesn't do that. And then uh, um, then Dolores shows up, the girl, and then she runs away. And then uh, we fucking crazy kooky diner guy, Ralph. Crazy kooky widow. He's outside, and he has a conversation with Tibbs. And he's the boyfriend that got her pregnant, and he was the one paying the 100 bucks for the abortion. But then the brother comes with his fucking mob, and then the cook shoots the brother, and then... Yeah, well, uh, Tibbs points out that 
it wasn't Sam that got her pregnant, that it's... No, it's the diner guy, Ralph. But Tibbs tells her brother, explains it to... Because they're coming after Tibbs, right? Yeah. And then Tibbs is like, well, he's actually the one that got her pregnant. And he's like, look in her purse. She's got money, a hundred bucks for the abortion. Yeah, 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 yeah. And that's when the boyfriend... Which, and naturally, he's just like, give me your purse, sister. Give I'm that looking. to me. You're my property. Uh, that's when he gets shot. Um, that's when he gets shot. And then... Uh, who uh, who kills uh, the other guy? Oh, Oh, they just arrest that guy. And then, oh, yeah, they arrest the uh, the diner guy, and he confesses he killed Colbert for money. No, I don't know why he killed Colbert. He killed him because, was it for money? Uh, Yeah, I mean. Didn't they want to throw the trail oh, no, off no. of. He, uh, he hitchhiked a ride with Colbert, and he asked him for a job. And then uh, he just attacked him at the construction site because he's a fucking Looney Tune. Like, he's just a psycho, and he got mad, and he killed the... Dude, if you don't want me to attack him and kill him, don't leave the hammer at the construction site. But that's when he stole... That's when he steals his car, and he he, uh, he dumps the body. Why are you going to leave the nail gun here if you don't want me to shoot this guy in the head with a nail gun? Yeah, dude. I mean, it's a fucking nail gun. I'm a psychopath. Everybody in town knows it. Yeah, you can't leave shit like that lying around, dog. They say, well, we can't go eat at that diner. He's putting stuff in our food. We know it. Uh... They solve the crime. Everybody's dead. Oh, I love it when a crime gets solved. And then, uh oh, hey, let's get you on that train, uh, black guy that everyone wants to kill. And Rod Steiger brings them to the train, and they reluctantly shake hands, and they go their separate ways. Nobody oh, gets on the train. He goes, "Hey, you take care." Oh, big progress, so, dude. That is like I think it's really supposed to be taken as big progress. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I thought this was uh, this is a good movie. I thought it, I'd really enjoy it. I think it's uh, I think Rod Steiger, like we've had him in a few things on yeah. the waterfront. Uh, was he in the? Is he in that Sterling Hayden Christmas one? Rod Steiger is yeah. not. No, he's in. Uh, is he in Strange Love? Uh, I'm looking that up. I can't think. I know Rod Steiger mostly, I believe. Every time I think of Rod Steiger, I think of Rod Serling. Uh, I always think of Mars Attacks, and I don't know that he was in Mars Attacks either. Looking up Rod Steiger, right? I know on the water now. he was in. But I think, dude, like, he, he's never... Uh, I think he was in one of the fucking epics that we watched, too, like Assassin's Creed DeMille. Oh, yeah, he's in a bunch of those. Uh, uh, commandments or... Cleopatra, but I think uh, I just I thought he's phenomenal in it. I yeah, on the really, waterfront really in the heat of the night. Like this is the this is the first time I've seen him in something. I've been like really like hot damn that dude can act. Dasha Javago. But it's a, it's amazing to me though to like I wonder when they when they decided to make it into a TV show if. That was Carol O'Connor's idea. If he was just like, I look, I could fucking do that. Before. What do you want to do? Are you done playing ah, Archie on. Bunker? Ah. Ah. You ever see that movie, that In the Heat of the Night? What if we just did that? Stifle it, though, right? Yeah. <laughs> I'll, you know, I'll, I'll be like, instead of like, uh, instead of my Brooklyn he, uh, he, uh, brother. O'Connor had another. It was, was that his first after. All in the family, Arachibanka's place. I think he had another like uh, show that was a procedural drama. I don't know, man. Or I could be thinking of Michael Landon. <laughs> You're constantly getting those two guys Dude, confused. I mean, just in that he Landon had Little House on the Prairie, Highway to Heaven. Then he had the other one, right? I'm on the highway <laughs> to heaven. Look at you being silly with I'm your riffs. Well, you're getting very serious about Michael Landon and trying to figure out his thing. Well, he did die of cancer, so it does get serious All at right. some point. All right. And on that Beautiful head of hair that man had, and he had to go through chemotherapy and radiation. Uh, next week on the program, folks. What is next week? Oliver. Oliver. Holy shit. Oliver. We're going back to the slums. Uh, back to the... 
One city yourself. Ah, ah, oh, oh, that's that's all. Con right. see yourself, part of family. Um, I think bom. I'm looking forward um, to all eh, of her. bit along. Uh, some great tunes in Oliver. Who is who stars in that? I don't know. All right, <laughs> that's next week's we'll problem. It out. Ladies and gentlemen, it's about, he's an orphan though, from what I'm rem- remembering. Uh, from my family to yours, I want to wish you guys. Oh, I say uh, he's an orphan. The happiest. And you start talking about your fucking family. Happiest from me and my family, my my mom, my dad, my <laughs> my <laughs> wife, my children. Good. I want to wish what you and yours the shit, healthiest dude. and happiest bag of shit. Happiest dude. Memorial Day. Oh, is it Memorial Day this weekend? It's Memorial Day this weekend, baby. Looks like somebody forgot. <laughs> <laughs> I never forget. Always remember. 